Mic check, one, two. Mic check, one, two. We are here live. Fit and Shit Podcast, episode 10. Double digits, baby. Let's get it. Okay, we live. Gotta play this for my boy. This started in a minute. Let me wait for Hussam to get on. Alright, 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 alright. Now we just waiting on Hussam right quick. Just waiting on Hussam, we'll be ready. Alright, we're in. My God, get it. What up, what up, what up? How you doing, brother? Man, a little under the weather, but I had to come on here. Oh, you beat up? Oh, man, too beat up. <laughs> I figured that meat got the best of you, huh? It wasn't even the meat, man. It was a drive there, back, the weather change, all of it just came at once and pushed my body to the limit. So, and we are chugging medicine and water all day. I hear you. What was, uh, what was the drive for you? Uh, ten and a half hours. Oof, where are you from? Michigan. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so... So let's get uh let's get right into it. Let's talk about the meet. Six for nine, twenty one sixteen in sleeves at two forty two, right? Yes, sir. Jeez, let's let's go let's go through the whole thing here. So how, uh, let's start with the squat, obviously. Um, you know we had uh, so I was doing surge first of all. Nobody knew that I was about to jump into surge, and then, you know, I just wanted that competition. I wanted to go against John and then Joe and Jamal, everybody that's big dogs. You know, Blake, LeHue, and all of them. You know the guys. And uh, I got the opportunity, so I was like, you know, why not hit up my coach? Let's jump in two weeks out. And uh, he's like, you sound crazy. And I'm like, hey, if you think we can do it, let's do it. He's like, let's go for it. You know, you got nothing to lose, and you're doing it for fun. So let's have some fun. So we jumped into it, you know. Um, No expectations, obviously. We just wanted to do the best we could. But we did have that squad record on board. We wanted to get it. But I'll tell you that it was just – it was a whole different – you know, scenery was a whole different. The the crowd, the energy. Oh, you don't got you, you to tell me that American pro got Bro, me. It's it's different when you're under those lights. Everybody staring sure. at you. Sometimes you get psyched up. You don't think of all the cues. You're oh, of usually, course, of course. You know, you're trying to control all your emotions, all your all the passion. And you're exactly. obviously a very passionate person. You know. And yes, I, sir. Uh, I um, uh, you know, I've I've just met you once, but I've I've told people, you know, I'm sure you hear both negative and positive about your antics. Oh, of right? course. You, of you course. know what I mean? So, but I told people, this is really him. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't a gimmick thing that you do for, for clout or for, you know, anything like that. This is just you out there having fun. You know what I mean? Oh, for that, That's something that you're passionate about. So, you know, it's something that once I met you, it was something I learned to respect. You know what I mean? Because first, when you see it on Instagram, a lot of people will say, oh, he's just looking for a follow. He's looking for a viral video. But that's how you prepare for what you do. You know what I mean? And you're out there, you're having fun, you're enjoying yourself. So you can't, I mean, no one could knock that. 
You know, I, I totally agree, you know. So for me, the way I do it is I like to have fun with it, man. Some people think this is too serious. And, you know, my life is a whole different lifestyle than most people grew up in the Middle East. My yeah, parents bro. went through different migrations, war. So You're to happy me, to be like, here, bro. Exactly, bro. I'm just happy to live, man. So yep. to be a part of all these fun activities and stuff, I'm having a blast, you know. For sure. And it should be. I mean, this is lifting weights at the end of the day. Yes, sir. You it's know, not like we're that. You saw me. We... I go to the American Pro, I bombed out, I went straight to the bar. I'm buying drinks for everybody, you know what hey, I mean? Hey, you know, you live and you learn, bro. You it happens, you know what I mean? Your people are still there at the end of the day to support you. You can't be downer and, and you know, all upset. Exactly. You know, you know. So. Um, so let's get into that that third squat attempt. So what were, what were you putting on for the world record? Um, I think 861. 861, yeah. 861. Yeah, I think it was 859 or something was the world 859. record. 859.8, so we checked yeah, yeah. it by a half a kilo. That that and, same uh, weekend, I, I was um I was in Lancaster and Phil Herndon went for it too and missed. Yeah, the, I know. The beat I was at. Yeah. So it was cool to see two guys that I know go for it. But I no thought he was could. gonna get it. I thought he was gonna Me get too. it. <laughs> Me too. He took so. eight forty. He took mm -hmm. eight forty and he dusted it. I think I had a good eight fifty that day. I had a good yeah. eight fifty. Uh, but we weren't there to get the heaviest squad in the meet. You know, we were there to yeah. get the record. So we went for it. My coach put it on the bar. He was kind of upset that I missed it because he's like, maybe you could have got lowered. And I'm like, we came for one goal, and that was to get that record. So yeah. I'm not so, mad about so, it. So, so walk me through it. I mean, how did it feel? What was your thoughts going up to the bar? How did it feel on your back? I mean, have you squatted that before in I mean, uh, in the gym? I've tried it in the gym. I failed it uh, four weeks out, four weeks yep. ago. And uh, it was just I was traveling during that time. Too much was going on, so that's why I yeah. failed that, that attempt. And then during the meet, bro, was, it wasn't heavy. Okay, but the thing is, when you cross 830, the bar whip changes, the control changes, the brace changes, everything goes into a whole different kind of mentality. And you got to understand how to control the weight all over again. Yep, and yep. I haven't experienced that, that yet. You know, most people don't know I've been doing it for a year and a half. So they yeah, caught yeah. me and the whip caught me on the way out of the hole and that there was no coming out of that. But, yeah, that's what I mean. I was trying to explain that not to make any excuses, but I've never squatted with a kabuki bar before. Mm -hmm. So I get to the pro and that was a whole different feel. And I felt it from my second to last warm up in the in the back room. Mm -hmm. the, the, the whip was completely different than what I'm used to. And like I told you, you know, in private, when we talked, I lived in a multiply gym. So 65, 70 pound squat bars, zero whip to them. These yeah. guys are putting 10, uh, these guys are putting 1100 pounds on it. So it was a different feel. I, I wasn't used to it. it. It was different. It was like squatting with a deadlift bar, it felt like. You it sucks. I mean? It sucks. Yeah. People don't realize how much different it is when you get to that top weight. Well, it you just know? at your, at, you know, even for anyone's maximal weight, right, whatever you've handled at your max capacity, there's so much little room for error. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? One, inch of, a hip one inch of a hip shift, one, one split second of um, – you know, if you hesitate for a split second when you hit that hole, mm -hmm. whatever it may be, and you're done, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When when you get to that maximum weight, when you start pushing weights that are, like, world record weights, it's the max, the minimal of error is so small. So That's what I mean. Really, it's just... Yeah, you can't mess up. So, so, so it didn't feel heavy on you, so... You took it down. I mean, from what I saw, you took it down pretty smooth, but then what? You just, it was just too much? I lost the brace right out of the hole. So when I when I, I I'm a type of squatter that I bounce out of the hole. Me and too, when I yeah. bounced out of the hole, the whip caught me back. Yep, yep. So I sort of keep grinding it, and I'm like, if I yeah. grind this, the whole meet is over. I'm, I'm gonna get, done. The, yeah, 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 get sure. the world record, and I bow. For <laughs> so sure. I didn't want to do that, you know. 
All right, so moving on to bench, you had a hell of a bench day, three for three. Mm-hmm. That five, was the five first 12, time. 5-12 right? is your, first, is your uh, best? Yeah, meet day is yeah. my best. Best yeah. at the gym is 5-30. You know, so never – I didn't hit any of my top numbers. So yeah, meet yeah. day. So that never happens most of the time. But, you know, we still came out with a huge PR. For sure. And then came out deadlift 782. And then it looks like you were just losing grip at the end. With the... We, we shit the bed in the grip, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to it, man. It just... I, I just watched. I just watched the attempt right before we got on, and 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 what was it? Eight thirty one, maybe. I was so I was uh, if I hit my second at eight twenty eight, I would have been in third place right after yeah. Jamal and John. So yeah. then when I missed it, um, Blake with you went on top of me. So we upped it to eight thirty two. Yeah. yeah, so that's the one I that. watched. It flew. It flew off the floor. It wasn't heavy at all either. <laughs> yeah, it, it flew off the floor. And then right yep. when it got to about lockout time, it just flew out of the hands. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so what so what uh, um at the meet, what were some of your favorite moments aside from your own personal moments? What were some of the best things you saw? Man, it's uh the whole meet was incredible. I mean I I got to see that American Pro and how that went, and then I got to see this meet and a couple of things they added in this meet is the whole warm up area. We didn't have to touch nothing. They had yeah. spotters, loaders, you know, people asking you what you wanted and they basically put it on and hey it's your turn your turn so like everything was just so perfection when it came to order warm-ups everything was just you felt like a pro at that meet yeah and that's and that's huge yeah. too you know what i mean so you don't yeah. have to do you don't have to do much because no it is draining you know picking up your own plates loading your own plates doing all that stuff oh yeah stuff that you know we uh take for granted now when we get to this level Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um uh, but you know you see it back when you go to the gym sometimes you go to the gym on your own and you're like damn oh, you finish deadlift and the worst part is unracking the bar after you finish back you got seven seven eight hundred pounds on the bar and you gotta unload it all mm -hmm. um oh. you, you saw joe sullivan right i did see joe sullivan talking all that smack <laughs> crazy oh he was talking a lot uh, no, he made a video and I seen it. I was like, this guy, he was talking about how people were talking about he wasn't going to have the heaviest squat and he, he's a 220, got the heaviest squat in the meet, you know. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's an incredible squatter, man. The guy oh, is for like, sure. unbelievable, you know. For sure. And then we saw mad, another Mad epic. respect to him. Oh, for sure. For oh, sure. Yeah. We saw another epic John Hack performance. He's just I mean, not human, bro. He's yeah. Just, there's there's just not much you can say about that. Yeah, he had a bandaid on his finger, and I'm like, man, I don't have anything, and I, this shit is slipping. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> you know? he's just different, bro. He's different. Yeah. So experience um, plays experience plays a big role, man. That's what I noticed. People are, oh, are composed. Sure. They're different. They're experienced. They know what to do, you know. And you can he, tell he's from been me, doing that forever. Yeah, you can tell the difference from me lifting as an unexperienced lifter who just has the strength. And somebody who has the experience, you can tell the difference. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. You know, like I said, that got to me at the American Pro. I went from these local meets and these, you know, just around New England meets where I'm from. And then I get down there and I see these guys that I just, you know, been following just for the last two years when I started powerlifting. Mm -hmm. Now you're seeing these dudes in person. I'm getting my knees wrapped by my boy, Chad Penson, sitting across from me. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, like, yeah. it's like, I'm here now. You know what I mean? It's yep. like. It ain't no up, joke no more. Yeah, it's like put up or shut up, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it is It is crazy, but, I mean, for you to get there in a year and a half is, is something to say, you know what I mean? Yeah. How um, how long have you been lifting in general? I mean, this is something – like, how did this all start? So I started lifting when I was 14 years old, wrestling, trying to get stronger for wrestling, all that good stuff. And then after wrestling, I was like, I don't want to do this in college. So I yeah. kept lifting. I did bodybuilding, started competing at about 21 years old. Okay. Competed till I was 25, 
That was one of my questions I had from Instagram, so that was perfect. Competed till I was, yeah, 25 years old. I did four bodybuilding shows. Okay. And my last one was where I kind of pushed a lot of, you know, everything when it came to drugs and all that. I was going all out. You know, that was it. We're going to turn pro. And then kind of had a coach that didn't direct me the right way. So I kind of, my body just crashed at the show day. The whole two weeks before I was looking like a pro. And then the day of, had the wrong meals over, you know, spilled. And I looked all watery. So from there, I was like, I don't want to do this. This is all, you know, too much. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then Corona hits. And uh, so I decided to build my own gym. And everybody's like, well, you're strong. You can do powerlifting, all this stuff. And I'm like, hey, I'm not really into it. You know, these guys all look like big blobs. I didn't know yeah, no yeah. John Hack or Chad Fenson or Joe, you know. So I was like, I don't know anything about this. So people start showing me videos. I'm like, I can do this stuff. So I started just pushing my strength. Eventually, I moved to uh, Illinois. Yep. for nursing school and that's where I started working out at search to do levels so I start seeing all these power lifters people are coming up to me kings of lift starts reposting me so people are like you power lift I'm like no nah, I just lift for fun so yeah. eventually I hit up uh, Joe Stink my coach so I'm like you know what if I'm gonna do it let me get a coach and let me do it for real so yep. from there we decided to do a meet within 10 weeks and we tried to hit 2k I ended up hitting 1950 I missed my last deadlift Wow. Yeah, first meet, 1950. Second meet, um, we went right away to Pro Surge six months later, and I totaled 2015, 2017. Wow. And then, yep, and then the third meet I did was a warm-up meet, which was this past year um, in April, and I hit 2056. And then this recent meet, I hit 2116. So jumped from so the race. So you're only down. four meets in. Yeah, jumped from, what, 75th rank in the 242, and now I'm number five. Wow. Yeah. And 242, you know, I tell people all the time, it's probably the 220 and 242 are probably the most competitive um, yeah. classes in all of powerlifting. Oh, yeah. So, you know, to be top five is insanity. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll take it for the moment. For Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, we're never satisfied, but, no. you know, you got to go with it from there. Oh, yeah. Um, so what's next for you? You got a new uh, next meet in mind? Are you doing the ghost um, Yes, I am doing the Ghost Clash. Oh, all right, perfect, perfect. Yes. You got so, goals in mind? Do you not want to talk about them yet? What do you oh, think? Oh, world record every meet I'm going for. Every yeah, meet. Yeah. Oh, no holding back. Expectations high. I like the pressure. I like that everybody pushes me that way, you know. Yeah. Every meet I'm going to be doing, I'm going for that total world record and that squat world record. All right, so we got that, that what is that, the 860 squat you're going to need? Oh, yeah. And what's the what's the total? I don't know what the 23, total 23, 20 now. Oh, Jesus Christ. Who is that, Yuri Belkin? No, Jamal. Jamal just broke it at the... Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, okay. he just broke it. He just, he just needed to hit that 1,000-pound deadlift to get it up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's yeah. never I'm hit it to, in the... I'm just trying to get 21. Oh, we're, we're going all in. That, that's my goal for Ghost Clash 21. What weight class are you going? 242? 242, yeah. Raps, right? I'll be in raps. I'll be in raps. Yeah. Any interest in ever going in raps or no? Maybe if I want to squat 1,000. That's what I mean. I mean, I I would say uh, I would say break that world record in sleeves and then try to squat I a think, G. Uh, yeah, the squat in two forty two is nine nine sixty nine seventy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I can get a thousand in reps. I think so. Yeah. I thought I know Phil Herndon was going to go for it, and then um, but he just got talked into going two seventy five in sleeves. So we'll it's, see it's not easy making that weight. He's a tall tall guy too. Yeah, yeah, he's bigger. You know, every yeah, time I'm, I saw him, I always thought he was much bigger. Yeah, I'm short, so. 
Um, I look I look stocky, but I'm five eight. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Everyone talks about how big your legs are. One of the, one of the questions I got here was, uh, how do you find jeans that fit you? Shit, um, <laughs> I go to <laughs> Zara stretch jeans. They're all like the spandex jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I never like wearing jeans. So whenever my people want to go out, I'm like, man, this better be worth it because I'm That's about to be. So, that was someone from my my crew because when we were laughing at you about at the pro and you were like, I don't know how I got these on. Remember, you were wearing those those jeans. Oh yeah. That they oh. Won. But when girls be jumping into them jeans, I'd be doing the same thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's, who, are, who are some of your favorite lifters right now to watch? Uh, some lifters. I like watching Death Grip Derek. Yep, he's, yep. A, he's a shit talker. I like him. He, he oh, stirs the sure. pot. I yeah. like people that stir the pot. Uh, who else? So you're a Garrett like? Fear fan? Oh, I love Garrett Fear. He's a man. I figured that. Yeah. I'm not a, uh, you see, to me, I don't take anything personal. So anybody that talks smack. You know, yeah, like yeah. some people talk smack about me. I'm like, bro, I get it. Not everybody's going to be a fan of what you do, you know? Yeah. That's what makes things more interesting. That's what makes things fun to watch. You know, sure. you want to have two sides to everything, you know? Of course, of course. So, well, that's see, that's funny because that's – people thought you were kind of on that end. And then I talked to you before, and I was like, yo, let's get on the podcast, talk some shit. You're like, I don't talk shit. You're just, you're just very animated. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, you know, you're out here trashing people. You're just having fun with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't really talk – shit about anybody you know everybody got their own thing i think i i could be the best of the world if, if i push the right you know mentality and right training cycles yeah so so go ahead i cut you off some some of your favorite lifters you said uh uh joe sullivan i love him yeah. blake with um hunter henderson i like all of her stuff amber um who else angie yeah um, there's too many to name bro all the top the, the women and the women are killing the game right now oh yep they are it's crazy. It's insane. Quads, quads. Uh, I forgot her name. She won the American Pro. Uh, I mean the USBA Pro. Oh, um, oh my God. Not quads, mom. Quads, mom. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's. she's I see, a, I'm, I'm better with Instagram names. I don't really. Me too, bro. <laughs> I don't know anyone's real name. Yeah, you know. So. Um, so we talked about your raps. Uh. What what about the current state of powerlifting right now? What do you think? What, what are your what are some of your likes and dislikes, and in, in what direction the game's going? I mean, you're new to it, but from what you see right now, from mm -hmm. where you started to now, what do you think's progressively getting better? What do you think's What do you think? Uh, I think the I think that after the American Pro meets are kind of going the right direction with the pro level of athletes actually inviting the right athletes that bring the most enjoyment to the people that are watching it. Because if you're trying to bring a mainstream kind of view to it. You're going to need that A1 digital, you know, bringing that best view and all that good of stuff. Course. And you're going to need that fun entertainment when you have somebody like me, Jamal, John, you know, Hunter, all these lifters that are bringing excitement, Joe Sullivan, you know, it makes it more fun to watch. And, and the theatrics, how they had it set up, you know, with the big exactly. screens, with the screens and the red carpet. I mean, I thought Micah and, and Anna did a oh, great they job. They killed it. I can't I mean, wait for that meet. That set the bar, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So now... That's what every all these guys that want to direct a big meet now. That's what they have to chase if they want to mm -hmm. get guys like you, get Hack, get you know Browner. Exactly. With, with, you know what I mean. Um, so, I, but I think that that that's pushing it almost to be a little more mainstream too. I mean, we might one day start seeing it on ESPN or or seeing these things on TV because yeah, with, with that kind of setup, I mean, you can't you can't deny that. You know exactly. What I mean? And to add to that. I'm sorry to cut you off. To add to that, having having you know, our meet was 30 lifters. 
yeah. You know, having it go shorter, 10 to 3, 10 to 2, it makes it so much more enjoyable to watch. Nobody gets bored. Perfect, perfect, yeah. You know? Oh, I've, been, I've been to some. My first meet I ever did, I think my first lift was at 11, or 10.30 or 11. My last pull was almost 7 p.m. Ooh. I didn't get my last award till almost 10. Yeah. After that, I almost didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, that's too long. It was, it your, was too your long. Your body couldn't be able to do that. That's what I mean. It, it, okay. it wasn't held together, right? But then, you know, people live and they learn and they move on from it. So I've been to some that moved good. I mean, the pro moved great. By the time right. people were putting down the bar, people were unracking it before it was even out of the lifter's hand. You know what I mean? It exactly. went, so I thought that went good. Um, I got some questions from Instagram here. Hit me. How, how is your training plan laid out? Like, what's the periodization plan? What do you use? Is it a five-three-one? Is it conjugate? Um, so we go by I go five days training cycles. So we go three squat days, we go two deadlift days, and we go four bench days. Gotcha. Yeah. So you do like a squat bench, a deadlift squat, stuff like that. Like yeah, basically. I have, I have SVD days. Yeah, SVD day is my main day, and then I have a main deadlift day. And then I have all the other stuff is kind of secondary. Gotcha, gotcha. And who's your coach? Let's plug him in so people can find him. Joe Stank. Gotcha. Joe Game Day. That's why his Instagram is. Just, everything's about Instagram names. Joe Game Day. For all those looking, Joe Game Day got this man almost to the world record. Um, so we talked about what got you into powerlifting. So you were – how old are you right now? 27. 27. All right, so – so you went straight from bodybuilding at 25, then COVID hit, and then you just jumped right in. Yep. Okay, so this has all just been going fast, fast, fast. Yeah, it's all been going fast. It's yeah, just did, everything. Did, um, did you ever think things would pick up this fast? Does sometimes it get a little crazy for you? It's a little bit. You know, sometimes when I'm at a meet and I'm hanging out with my friends and stuff and people come like, bro, I was hanging out with all my friends and somebody came giving me their belt. Can you sign my belt? And I'm like, me? And he's like, yeah, bro. And I'm like, this is insane, bro. You know, like crazy feeling. Oh yeah. And that's why, that's what made that meet go so much easier for me. Like I wasn't disappointed or anything because the fans, the people were all just so much behind me. You yeah. Know? The love and the, appreciation. you get. Exactly. People were coming up to me. Like John Hack's parents came up to me and took pictures with me. Wow. Yeah, they were like, bro, we're huge fans. We love you, T. John, how to dance. And I started laughing. <laughs> you know, so it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I saw a post today. I think you might have reshared it. But people were talking about, like, you know, somebody said it was amazing to see Jamal break the record and Joe Sullivan break the record. But they were like, Hussam stole the show because yeah. just your your energy and the way you, you entertain and stuff. So, I mean, that says a lot. You know, you might not have felt like you put on your best performance, but you still had the crowd moving, you know, you were exciting to watch. I wasn't there, but it's exciting to watch the videos. You know what I mean? Seeing you jump up after the bench and shit. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's the stuff I want to be around. You know what I mean? Like I agree in, in a meet, you know what I mean? If I see your name on the roster and I could get on it too, I want to be there. You know what I'm saying? That's the kind, that's the kind of energy that's sometimes missing in the sport. You know what I mean? People do get animated, get amped up and stuff, but I think, um, I've been to some meets where there's not much camaraderie. Guys want to treat it like, uh, like if I don't say hello, like I, I try to walk around and talk to everybody. Oh yeah. There's some guys that'll just sit there with their head down the whole time. And I know it's game day, so they got to be focused. But like you said, you got to make it a little fun and, and have, uh, 
you know I, I agree. Mean? I mean, at the end of the day, we are doing it to, to accomplish our goals. But at the same time, all these people paying to come watch us. And if you're charging people 30 to 40 to 50 bucks to watch you compete, you got to give them fun. something in return. You know what I mean? Let them have a little fun. For so. sure. For sure. So when, when uh, was this dance and stuff? Was this during bodybuilding too? Bro, I always been this way. So after <laughs> I would say I would say when I started bodybuilding is when I got my my confidence, you know, yeah, and I yeah. stopped caring what people think. It was all about me, you know, yeah. what makes me happy as an individual. Because a better me is gonna bring a better surrounding. For sure, for so. sure. You get you get a lot of hate for that still, huh? I mean, I I wouldn't. It's, it's funny because the people that like talk smack about it, and then I reply to, them, I'm like, yeah, bro, I respect your opinion. Right away, change their opinion. They're like, no, bro, I'm a big fan of you and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah no, yeah, it's yeah. okay. Like, I get it. I'm extra, and I know I'm extra. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not I'm not mad about people not liking me dance. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't like everybody's shit. No, for sure. I don't for expect sure. everybody to like all my shit. You know, if for everybody sure. loves what I'm doing. I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, well, that's so, true. That's yeah. true. Exactly. So, so what did I mean? What advice would you have for new lifters that that you think don't have that confidence yet? How how can you get them to how do you have that that more careless approach where, you know, I'm not worried about what people think. I'm still doing me. What advice would you have for new lifters that, that need to build that confidence? Uh, do it for yourself, man. If you're doing it for yourself and not chasing numbers and clouding an Instagram, not once have I done that and my Instagram started popping. I was like, back when I was younger, I wanted all that. I wanted to get Instagram known and all that. The second I stopped caring and enjoyed myself for myself, Everything just went the right way. When you stop chasing numbers and clout lifts and getting that type of attention, everything comes the way you you want it yeah. to come. You oh, know, for sure. Just enjoying the process of it rather exactly. than exactly rather than chasing something. Exactly. So I mean, is is that where your focus, like heading into a big lift, is that where your focus is? Like, are you still just having fun, having fun, or are you are you kind of you know? dancing to stay loose but in your head you're mentally locked in is there aggression in your head like what what's like you're walking up to for the for the let's just let's not use the meat for example let's just mm -hmm. say in general you're walking up for for a max effort lift where's your head at for me it's it's common collective man it's for me it's have fun enjoy it you know if you get this you that you worked for this you know and if you yeah. didn't get this you're gonna have another day to get it again you know so zero aggression in there zero nope I, I, I once you hit the lift, then you start jumping around oh, and yeah. going crazy. That's exactly what I do. So I let that all build up towards the lift, and then I have so much more energy left in me. So yeah, I yeah. let it, I let it all out after. That's a good approach, you know, because I a good approach because I have like a lot of clients I work with that try to get too hyped up, and they're almost wasting energy. Exactly, and they're losing, they're losing track of their technique and their and their cues, and they're not hearing what's going on. Mm -hmm. and, and then, uh, you know, I try to tell them, like, controlled chaos, controlled chaos. Like, exactly. you can be aggressive, but you have to be under control. You know what I mean? Too many yeah. people lo lose all that when they get there. And I'm guilty of it, too. I've been there in the past. You know what I mean? I've, I'm getting better with it. But, um, you know, trying to hone in and, and find, like, a happy medium of of being under control, but still being in the moment. Still, like, being aggressive, but still being in the moment. Like, you have to try to find a balance of all that. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. I agree with you. Um, let me see here. Got all the questions written down. Yeah, I mean, I got I got two pages here. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, did, did you get any good ones on yours? I know you posted one yesterday. I did. I totally forgot what they were. Somebody <laughs> asked, they were like, somebody asked me if, if I'm Maddie or not. 
you know, somebody asked if they should, uh, when, when did I know if I should start taking drugs or not, you know? Well, I mean, is that something you want to talk about? What's your approach on the, on the, uh, you know, PED, um, they call them? I would, I would say stay away, man. I would yeah. give everybody the advice of staying away. You know, there's, you got the USAPL, you know, you got the untested, you can still get just as strong and push limits with your own body or limitation and uh, not really harm yourself, man. So yeah, that, that, that's my general take. You know, when I tell people, I think you should push it as long as you can with proper diet, nutrition.